What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. We talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Topher Haddad, who's a co-founder of Albedo. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hey, yeah. Thanks, Matt. Great to be here. Yeah, excited to have you on and learn more about what you are working on. For people that haven't heard of Albedo, what is it? What are you working on? Yeah, so Albedo designs and operates low-orbit satellites that capture imagery at a resolution nine times higher than what's available today. And for folks that aren't as familiar with uh, applications for satellite imagery, I'll go through a few and some of the bigger ones that need high resolution. Um, you know, one is utilities companies are really trying to get ahead of wildfire prevention today. And instead of driving trucks along power lines, they're starting to use imagery to map high risk areas where dead vegetation could encroach on power lines. Um, mapping is obviously a huge application, whether it's general map making and, you know, even just looking at satellite view on Google Maps, which is actually aerial imagery um, because of the resolution, which is imagery captured from planes. Um, but also, you know, HD mapping as autonomous vehicles and augmented reality grow, that's a big application that, that needs higher resolution and higher accuracy imagery. Um, and then agriculture is probably the most mature commercial use case where they use imagery for uh, predicting yield and monitoring health of crops and um, higher value crops mostly use drones because of their resolution needs. Um, and they also use thermal drones to detect irrigation issues and different leaks. And we, we have a thermal sensor on our satellites that captures high resolution thermal as well, which is kind of like a new data set. Um, as today, there's a few NASA birds that, that have really low resolution thermal sensors, but, but nothing that has um, things you can actually see basically. And then the last one I usually talk about is property insurance where they typically use aerial imagery because of their resolution needs as well to size roofs and uh, do remote underwriting and, and evaluate weather damage. Um, and so we'll be able to provide that level of resolution along with all the benefits of satellites with like global coverage and on-demand access and higher frequency. So it's a little background. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. I definitely want to get into more of um, how it works and the kind of the experience. But I think before that, I'm just curious, how did you find yourself working on this? What's the origin story of Albedo and, and how did you get into this industry? Yeah, great question. So um Got into remote sensing, worked, working on different classified remote sensing programs out in the Bay Area, living in San Francisco, working for Lockheed Martin. Um, so that's kind of where I got into the, the world of remote sensing and can't talk a ton about it, obviously, but really fell in love with space as a whole and, and focused more on like optics and imaging science. Um, and then the origin story of Albedo is fairly long, but in, you know, long story short, um, some people remember this, but Trump tweeted an image from a classified satellite about a year and a half ago now, 
which, you know, I guess was his way of declassifying the image since, since he can do that. But, um, but anyway, kind of, kind of funny, but um, there were some industry leaders talking about this tweet and they were talking about, you know, wow, there would be such a huge commercial market if um, we could do 10 centimeter resolution, but it would cost over a billion dollars to build a satellite that would capture that because it'd have to be the size of a school bus. And, um, and that kind of, led me down a rabbit hole of, of spreadsheets and whatnot and, and thinking about different technologies that are available today where we can fly these satellites much lower than you historically would to capture that level of, res level of resolution without, um, you know, a school bus size satellite as our satellites are more refrigerator size. So I maybe have interviewed approximately maybe 10 space tech founders, like founders just building for, for, oh, for yeah. outside of the, of the earth. And I still, you know, every time I talk to one, my mind get, is blown about just, you're talking about satellites, you're talking about like inner aura, what, oh my gosh, like can you kind of walk me through, how did you, as you worked in this industry, because you, you, did, you did some stuff before you started this company, like how did you get to understand that space wasn't this like super far out frontier that just like was untouchable. It's actually like pretty close. Like I've talked to De Delian mm -hmm. from Founders Fund and he just kind of educated me on like, no, space is just like, it's not that far away, right? It's actually very close. H how have you kind of learned about that? And I guess the secondary, how do you communicate to people that aren't in the industry that space isn't this like lo loony thing? It's actually very, you can, you can reach it. Yeah, easily. totally. Great question. You know, I mean, on one hand it is like, I, I think one people, or one reason so many people love it is because the the challenges and the problems to solve are super complex and fun to work through. And so it, it is, um, it is space, but on the other hand, yeah, especially today because of kind of the new space movement that was all kind of started by, by SpaceX and bringing down launch costs, there is so much more infrastructure and affordability of getting to space, whether it is cheap launch or, things like Amazon and Microsoft building ground stations that now our satellites can just plug straight into the cloud from space. Um, so there's a lot of accessibility and infrastructure that exists now to make just the original CapEx you'd need 10 years ago to get to space much lower. Um, so a lot of opportunity there. Um, yeah, and and I think um, a lot of new applications that we haven't thought about yet. Delling's deal with Varda is super cool. In space manufacturing, I mean, super crazy to think about, but um, a lot of a lot of new opportunities are, are coming about because of the costs and infrastructure that exists. I guess one more question on this front, then we'll get go to big vision um, for your company. Like, how should it, let's say an investor is listening to this or someone that tries to predict the future, or at least fund the future, et cetera. Like, where do you think there are some exciting opportunities? It could be directly what you're building or just in general, where, where are opportunities in space that you think are going to be big or much bigger than they, than they are now, like tomorrow. And what, what should people watch out for just specifically in the industry? Then we'll move on to, to your company. Yeah. Great question. You know, I think one area outside of what we're doing is, um, kind of just this whole ecosystem of on-orbit servicing, whether it's um, removing debris or, or on-orbit refueling. So like propellant in, or the fuel in satellites is typically what limits the lifetime. And so if you can refill a satellite while it's on orbit, that's a huge cost saver. Um, and that's actually something we're designing in at Albedo where since we're flying so low, we, we are designing for that the drag that we'll encounter um, and are okay without it. But it would be a huge bonus, you know, if by the time, we run out of fuel that refueling exists. Um, and I think, you know, based on all the movement in that space uh, between companies like OrbitFab and Astroscale, there's, that's going to be a really cool ecosystem of just, um, yeah, this whole uh, servicing uh, ecosystem in space. 
And then for you, if you were to look out 5, 10, 15 years for your own company, Albedo, you know, what do you kind of see as the future for you? Or I guess, in other words, what's the big vision here and what direction are you rowing in with your company? Yeah, great question. So, you know, I think to start kind of more on the five-year plan, we just want to, we just want to be a great imagery provider. So we've been talking to a ton of customers. We're in Y Combinator right now, and they really emphasize, you know, build something people want and, and just have heard, um, yeah, kind of the consensus is we want a good user experience, good APIs, high resolution imagery, because we have all these ideas for applications, but the barrier to entry today is pretty challenging. So I think just being able to facilitate all the potential new applications that, you know, some Joe Schmo in his garage can experiment on this new application that blows up into something we wouldn't have expected. Um, so I think that's kind of the first part is just building out a big constellation, uh, capturing the highest resolution imagery and enabling the market to really grow. And then longer term, you know, being the source of imagery comes with a lot of opportunity from a platform perspective or like a macro scale application perspective. So, you know, we'll have access to all the archives and um, extra tasking and, and be, you know, um, could, yeah, could go into a lot of different directions. Um, and I think, you know, in terms of passion and our vision and, and kind of what drives us, there's a ton of cool applications and, and meaningful applications in the climate regime, whether it's mostly in the thermal, there's a lot of stuff with emissions monitoring and uh, energy sustainability, and then on the visible side as well, um, which we're really stoked about and definitely, um, yeah, are, are excited to offer to, to different customers. And then in order to make it happen, you'll need some help, right? It takes a village to make a startup get off the ground and scale. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring, looking for capital, looking for customers, partners? How can we assist? Yeah, I'd say all those things. Um, I will say, yeah, we're, we're definitely moving into hiring mode as we finish out YC. And, um, you know, that some of the, the key skill sets we're really looking for are, are control systems, um, engineers that have experience in remote sensing, as well as kind of ground software infrastructure for all the mission planning and tasking optimization and um, data distribution and, and management. So those are kind of two key skill sets we're looking for. So if anyone's looking to join, yeah, early stage startup and wear a lot of hats, um, but also crush some of that stuff, we, we'd love to talk. Lots of hats, that is for sure in the early stage game. If someone is interested in, in, in working for you or learning more about what you're doing, how can they find you online? What's your website? Do you have social media, email? How can someone get in touch? Yeah, our website is albedo.space. So um, totally go there. We have some emails you can ping there. Uh, and we're also on Twitter and LinkedIn. So uh, yeah, I would love to chat. All right. Well, thank you for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Matt.